Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hey, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Jomi. Oh, so <laughs> oh, that's my cue. <laughs> we, literally, we literally just talked about this. Yeah, we, we did. Come on, After man. do the intro, Come on, try man. me with your food you know, Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens when you eat so much? Mm-hmm. You Two things happen. You forget when you the show starts? Food, you get food coma. Oh. Or you get become forgetful because you're so sleepy. Mm-hmm. But have you ever had a food hangover? No. Food coma, yes. Food coma, I have it maybe every other day. But food hangover? I have food coma. I have food coma. Like, is it possible to have a, like, have you guys ever had a food, a food hangover? You've eaten so much food that the next day you still feel food coma. I guess. According to bonappetit.com, supposed to hear, it says eating too much fat, sugar, salt, and spice can give you a food hangover the next morning. Yeah, that, that's exactly how I felt. So a couple of weeks ago, I went to Hot Pot with um, a couple of my coworkers. And my God, these girls, I don't know how they stay so tiny, but they ordered like pretty much like half the menu. And there was only three of us. And I don't eat a, a lot. For those of you who know me, I don't eat a lot as it is. Like I nibble on a lot of things. I love food, but I don't actually eat a lot of food. Not just not because I'm watching my diet, but just like I don't. I tend not to eat a lot. It sounds like you're so, hiding. It sounds like you're hiding something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ruthie, you don't eat my a lot. My love for food. Yes, you don't eat a lot. Gotcha. Gotcha. I eat loved food, but I don't eat too. Like I don't eat a lot okay. in quantity. So, like, there's all this food at the hot pot place, and it was delicious. And, of course, you know, hot pot, you're supposed to, like, eat all you can, like, eat all the food that in front of, that's in front of you. Sure. I just ate and ate and ate and ate and ate and then ate some more. And mm. then afterwards, we had bubble tea. We had tiger sugar bubble tea. Okay. And, you know, like, I was already full. I was stuffed. I was ready to go to sleep. The next day, I felt what felt like, like, and it felt like I woke up after a night of drinking. Mm-hmm. Like I had a slight headache. I was groggy. I was sleepy. I, I, my, my whole body was achy. And I was like, what is this feeling? <laughs> what is going on? So that's when I texted you, Bert. And I was like, is it possible to have a food hangover? Yes. Instead of like having a hangover from alcohol, it's you're having a hangover from eating too much food. And yeah, apparently it's a thing. Um, yeah, I, I've I, never, I, I've never had it. Cause I think the worst that ever happened to me is I threw up after eating too much. Did you mm. throw up after eating too no. much? No, okay. no. No, you actually threw up from just food, no alcohol or anything, just from too much food. There, there've been times where if you eat too much, you, you know, yeah, is it because you try to get your money's worth at buffet? See, you know, binge and purge. <laughs> <laughs> binge and purge. <laughs> you just, I mean, you got to get your money's worth, right? <laughs> it, it was a, buff- it was a buffet, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. So it's a buffet. It has to be a very, very carb-intensive, like mm-hmm. heavy stuff. Sounds they'll, like you went. They'll get me to yeah. do that. Sounds like you went really Asian at a buffet and you really want to get your money's worth and stuff like that. And but you the buffet is supposed to be like what sushi or rice or something. Yeah. I'm talking about like 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 a giant chunk of mashed potato or mm-hmm. something. That would that would get me going. <laughs> but but go on, Ruth. Huh? Um. No, that's about it. Like if if anybody. <laughs> If anybody um, has ever heard of it or ever experienced it, please um, write us a comment, send us an email, tell us about it. Like, I'd have, really, 
want to hear about it and hear what your experiences were because this that was a first for me and that was really weird. How long did it last? Did it stay with you for the rest of the day? Did it take a couple of days to recover? Um, pretty much till the end of the day, the next day. Oh wow! Hmm. Yeah, like I just felt. I guess it was like you know too much salt because you know it's hot pot, so it's like yeah. basically yeah. all salt. Uh, yeah, like I felt puffy. I felt tired the whole day. I just wanted to sleep. My eyes were sensitive to light. Could it yeah, just very could, weird? Could it just be because you like like you're saying you don't eat a lot? Mm-hmm. So when you do eat a lot, this happens to you. It's an assault on my body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah, it's like, it's like you ever watched that documentary Super Size Me? Yeah, actually. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he never he never really eats McDonald's, right? And when mm-hmm. once he ate it, like he just started throwing up. He got mm-hmm. sick. Because he's not yeah. used to it. Yeah, your body probably yeah. was just not used to all that food. That's true. That's probably you what it is. You are quite right. That's probably what it is. Okay. Hmm. And on this 264th episode of the show, this is uh, we are recording this on a Thanksgiving week if you are in the U.S. So for our dozen listeners listening, happy Thanksgiving. We have happy Thanksgiving. We have international Turkey listeners. Nah, I don't know. Maybe uh, we do. Maybe oh, we do. Right. I think ac- ac- um, according to the data, we do have some international listeners. Do we really? Supposedly, oh, supposedly. Oh, hey, Nihao. Really? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's from China, but you know. Costa. <laughs> oh no. But anyway, so yeah, we're doing Thanksgiving. So uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening to this, um, so in this episode, on this 264th episode, we are going to be talking about because it's Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about food. So let's talk about food trucks because I have a food a food truck thing to talk about. Uh-huh, just butt stuff. And then they and come then your ass. And then and <laughs> then, then we, food poisoning. Food. No. I, I, what? <laughs> and then, uh, and then we are going to be talking about like the reason Thanksgiving exists because uh, <laughs> we get all those Indians. Cause we, <laughs> no, because we're, we're <laughs> genocide. I get it. Turkey. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving but, meals oh. is why Thanksgiving exists. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, so okay. we'll, we'll, we'll cover Not some. Genocide. We'll, we'll Not cover genocide. some meal. Oh, okay, meal yeah, gotcha. yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll cover some meal stuff, and then mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, see what else is going on, and then me and Jumping are going to review Knives Out. I wish I would watch the movie then. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I wish I would have watched the movie. Then. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. All right, we'll get a little, a little bit of a preview. It's a really good movie. We'll really get, strong. we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Remember, like maybe like a few months ago, I talked about how uh, we got new vending machines at work, and yeah. um, and I was mm-hmm. complaining because it's forcing me, well, forcing me in quotes to spend money to buy food, right? Mm-hmm. When I was, yeah. it was easy for me to avoid the old vending machines, so. At work, they kind of made it worse for me because mm-hmm. now there's a food truck that shows up now too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I got the vending machine <laughs> and now there's a food truck. Damn. Is Are they trying to fatten you guys up for something? Uh, something, <laughs> What's right? Going on here? Is it the same food truck every day or they actually rotate it? It's the same food truck. It's, yep. a, it's a generic food truck. You know, like the all-purpose, they make whatever you want oh, okay. kind of food truck. Mostly like Mexican oh, okay. or, or sandwiches, that kind of stuff. Does it have any like a Yelp mm. review and stuff? Is, it, is like a known no, thing? No, it's just a regular standard generic food truck. Okay. You know, mostly the ones that, that, that caters your workplace or whatever. Mm-hmm. It isn't a fancy food truck. Yeah, know. I was going to say, it's one of those bougie, no, like, okay. Not. Okay. They're not going to pay for those fancy stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this food truck, actually, I'm familiar with because uh, when I used to work graveyards, I used to go to this food truck a lot. But this is back when I worked with graveyards. Oh, okay. And they had, like... Uh, chimichanga fried burritos. And those were like always really good. And I always used to eat it during my graveyard shift. And by the way, there's nothing healthier at 12 o'clock at night 
than a chimichanga, <laughs> a chimichanga burrito. burrito. But oh. there is also nothing better at 12 midnight yeah. than nothing, a chimichanga. Yeah, nothing better for those arteries and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, mm-hmm. so, so, so when I when I moved to the day shift and uh, or wait, when I moved to the swing shift and the day shift, mm. I never saw that food truck anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I love the chimichanga, yeah. but at least you know I don't have yeah. to. I, it's yeah. more healthier for me mm-hmm. to avoid it. Well, now the food truck is back. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Your moron means back. You're like you're, you son of a bitch. So the first the first thing I did was like order the chimichanga. Can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> hey Albert, you hey. So Albert, the usual. Oh man, <laughs> nice yeah. to see you again, Albert. Hey man. Oh, it was so it was so delicious. Though. I'm like, oh, I remember how much I love this. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Huh? <laughs> it was pretty good. But you're saying it's a, it's just a generic food truck. It's not, it's not like a name kind of thing, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the chimichanga is a chimichanga. All right, fair enough. You know, but but uh, the thing is, though, is that um, so I, I gave myself some ground rules, right? Uh, if they pre-made it, mm-hmm. I may have, I may go ahead and buy one, okay. right, or two. I think it come in two, by the way. It's three twenty-five for two chimichangas. Three twenty-five. Three twenty-five for two with chimichangas. Yeah. Right. Oh. So if I have it, if they have it pre-made, I'll go ahead and pay mm-hmm. for it. But I I don't have patience, so if they don't have it pre-made, oh Jesus, I can just walk away and you, just not bother. You're saying you can't wait five minutes for it to get made Seriously. fresh? Hey, that's that's my break time. Seriously, where are you going? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> that's my break time. I want to oh, go somewhere else. All right. Wait, but, you mean you don't have two hour lunches? Why? Why are you what? giving me? Why are you giving me reasons to to buy <laughs> chimichangas when I'm trying to avoid it? Because I haven't had a chimichanga since the, my favorite Mexican restaurant in Astoria closed down, mm. where I usually get 12:30 a.m. chimichangas. Mm. Yeah. And now I haven't had a chimichanga since. It's been like three years. Right. So. But uh, I'm sure you can go to like a local food truck and get one. I mean, yeah. it's not gonna be hard. I don't know. I don't know if I can trust anything else that'll taste as good. <laughs> but okay, but since you're on the subject of food truck, I figured let's go ahead and cover some facts about food trucks. We're well, not mm-hmm. facts, but stuff. Uh, there's this article here about the 50 of the best food trucks in the U.S. So just going down the list here, uh, New Jersey. That's nearby where you are. There's mm-hmm. I guess a food truck called the French Quarter. Have okay. you heard of this? Okay. You would think it would be in New Orleans, but the French Quarter <laughs> right? is apparently yeah. a food truck in uh, Hob- Hoboken. Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. Apparently, okay. is the, the, the tagline in this article is, Why travel to Mardi Gras when Mardi Gras can come to you? Cajun style fried shrimp, jambalaya, Cajun. and other. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it Cajun? It's Cajun. No, Cajun. Cajun. Oh my God. You and Ellis made the same <laughs> Okay. Lord. Fine, fine. Let me, let me start over. Cajun style fried Wait, what? shrimp. What the hell is happening here? Okay, fine, Cajun. Cajun style fried shrimp, jambalaya, and other New Orleans street are available to Jersey uh-huh. residents year-round. Just look for the bright purple and yellow truck. All right. Yeah. Hmm. So is there Yummy. one? Oh, here's one in LA, California. Ricky's Fish Tacos. I have heard of this. Ricky's Fish Tacos. Okay. Uh, in fish a city tacos filled, are so good. In a city filled with diverse cuisines, a fish taco is one of the dishes that's 100% Los Angeles. Really? I, I guess. And in true LA fashion, the city's best is served out of a food truck. Yeah, the really? fish the fish at Ricky's is fried to golden brown perfection and served under a refreshing layer of chopped cabbage and pico de gallo. Mm. Yum, right. yum, yum, yum. I'm yeah. gonna bookmark. Th- oh wait, it's in Riverside. Oh, oh no, sorry, it's Riverside Drive in Los Angeles. All right, yeah. I'm gonna bookmark it. And here's another one uh, on, on in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Coney mm. Shack. Have you heard of the Coney Shack? Coney Shack. I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, it's the, um, it's hot dogs, right? Taco truck. Oh, tacos, don't. Hmm. Yeah, it's supposedly it's a, it's an unassuming taco truck situated amongst government buildings and a police station. Oh. The Asian fusion menu offers up loaded tacos, uniquely top hot dogs. Oh, there you go. Hot dogs and grilled cheese. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, is food trucks a, a thing in New York? 
But oh, I, yeah. I totally. know the Hide 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 whatever that huh? thing. Hide uh, what? Hey? Hey? Huh? The Armenian food place. Hey, I, forgot, I forgot what it's called. What? Anyway, it, it's a, a food truck <laughs> thing in New York. And apparently, uh, apparently the the Conan Shack has this meal called the Holy Fuck, spelled uh, spelled spelled P H U C. Oh, it's B to B's, right? It's it's uh it's spelled P H U C. So yeah. Oh, I actually okay. I actually have a friend uh, back in the old days named named Pook. I think I think it's, I think it's pronounced Pook. Mm-hmm. Holy Pook. P H U C. Interesting. All right, see anything cool. else here? Yeah, fun fact. Um, conies are actually what they call hot dogs in um, in Michigan. Really? Or, uh, oh. Yeah, in, or like uh, I think, yeah, somewhere in the Midwest. That's All what right. they call hot dogs, conies. Conies. I know. It's because um, the hot dogs of Nathan's in Coney Island mm-hmm. in, New- oh. in Brooklyn. Um, so like Brooklynites who moved to the Midwest, they kind of made it a thing where hot dogs were called from Coney Island, Coney Island hot dogs, and then they started calling them Coney's. So Coney's in the Midwest are hot dogs. Okay. Oh, and just to balance it out, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Just to balance it out, here's one in LA, California again. It's called the Okamoto Chik Kitchen. What the, hell, what the hell am I looking at right it's there? It's a Japanese what? cuisine truck that uh-huh. takes its cues from the passion owner, Gerald Abraham, mm-hmm. has for video games. What? Yeah. Okamoto rugs rugs customers on a posted leaderboard. What? With social media mentions and other orders helping to garner points good toward free food. What? There's a lot of (laughs) of stuff going on in this little bit of entry. First of all, uh, I don't want my Japanese food from a guy named Gerald Abraham and stuff like that. <laughs> Gerald Abraham. I don't want to sound anti-Semitic, but that's a little too Jewish in my in my in my Japanese food. And second of all, the picture they have for it's like a hamburger, but it's made out of uh, rice. Patties yeah, isn't that kind of like that that burger place that you took me to, Kibert? Sure. With the with the uh, buns made of rice. Oh, you mean you mean um, no, no, it wasn't made of rice. It was made of noodles, right? Noodle, yeah, yeah. It oh, was noodles, the uh, yeah. what do you call that thing? I forgot. It was, it was a thing a couple years ago. Yeah, right? it was a fad a couple yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah, I don't know if it's still around though. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like it was like noodles. Yeah. yeah, it was a dry noodles and stuff like that. With a burger. Ramen burger. Ramen burger. Ramen, oh, ramen burger. burger. That's that definitely not still a thing, right? <laughs> I don't think it's still a thing. Noodles with a burger, ramen burger. Yeah, okay. There you go. But no. this Okamoto truck, uh, truck day has a variety of bowls, like mm-hmm. the miso salmon with rice and salad bowl, yeah. sandwiches like the num bum, which is a sweet and sour teriyaki chicken sandwich, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You, know, you know what I'm not going to yeah. do? I'm not going to bookmark this <laughs> in my, on my Yelp page. Right. <laughs> Why? I, 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 this is amazing. I don't, again... Not to be anti-Semitic, I don't want my Japanese food from a guy named Abraham. <laughs> that last thing just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Well, you know I'm, I'm sure he has a lovely wife, a Japanese wife, and stuff like that. But still, no. <laughs> well, 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 I'm sure he went to UCLA and stuff like that. I'm sure, you know. What I mean? But still, come well, on. to end this food truck segment, uh, I want to do a shout out to the White Rabbit food truck, which is the Filipino food truck that that goes around Southern California. Have you had it? Boop, boop. I've had the White Rabbit before. Is it around here? We're not uh, giving the location. Well, um, West Covina, <laughs> Covina, oh. LA kind of thing. West Covina. Yeah, so you, 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 <laughs> you just, yeah, Filipino Fusion Kitchen, White All Rabbit. Right. All right. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. All also, right. all right. If everyone, if I ever run across it, yeah, well, it you can just follow the White Rabbit. I, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Put a boom. And I All right, let's talk about Thanksgiving meals. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this is kind of like a what else is going on segment. I got a couple articles here about Thanksgiving meals. And here's one. The most popular Thanksgiving dishes in every state. Mm-hmm. California. What's California, baby? Uh, California. California. Oh, just, which uh, one? Well, what's your personal favorite? See if it matches. Yeah. 
I don't really have a favorite Thanksgiving yeah, dish, actually. Well, but Ooh, according I to mean, this, if I had to choose, yeah, what were you, Ruthie? Like, um, sweet potato casserole. Oh, that's California's number one favorite dish. Oh, really? Oh, really? Sweet what's, potato casserole. What's New York? Where is New York in the map? <laughs> oh, you son what of a the, bitch. What, where is New York in the map? Come on, I'm not very good at math. Like good. It's right there. It's right there. You That's see what New York is? Which one? Which one? Which where, one? Where New York <laughs> is? Where New York is? Show me. Above Pennsylvania. Oh, it's Pennsylvania. <laughs> next to New Jersey. <laughs> Where's New Jersey? <laughs> You're closer. A little bit to your left. This one? That's right. Yeah, there you go. That's New York? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you are you sure you're looking at the right thing? Uh, appar- apparently, New York's number one dish is salad. Yeah. I see that. I'm like, what? That's gross. Salad. Yeah. Salad? salad. All right. Seriously? Salad. Okay. And then now the most searched sweet Thanksgiving uh, recipe in each state <laughs> for uh, for California, it's apple pie. No, not mm. apple pie. Pumpkin pie. Yeah, that'd be my favorite. And then for uh, New mm, York. Pumpkin pie is good. And New York party is brownies. Oh, really? Brown? Really? Apparently. Who's Ruth, eating these things? Ruthie, what's your like, favorite, what's your go-to dessert for Thanksgiving? Um, for Thanksgiving, it's either pumpkin pie or apple pie. I'd say pumpkin pie. You, Albert? Mm. Uh, apple pie. Ew, why? I like my apple fritters. I like the crust uh, on apple pie, Ooh. but I like, overall, I do like the pumpkin pie. A little bit. I like pie. apple pie because you can pair it very nicely with vanilla bean ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. so heavenly. All right. And then the the most searched Thanksgiving recipes, uh, California has yams mm-hmm. and pumpkin pie, and New York has salad and brownies. Are you are you went through this? What salad is going on brown- in New York? Who man? Did, who made this? Like, who did they ca- canvas for yeah. the, for these polls? I don't. Know. Oh, I, I screwed up. The first the first one for California was yams, not sweet potato casseroles. That, that that's apparently a yam. I'm not a big yam fan, so they didn't serve it uh, me. Obviously. They look that looks like a super okay, anyways. All right, let's move on. Because the listeners can see this visual. Click on yeah. the link, guys. <laughs> it's yeah. on the show notes. All right. What's next? <laughs> move on. Uh apparently there's now a cannabis infused turkey gravy. Of course there is. Wait, yeah. what? It's kind of cannabis infused everything. Yeah, it's a marijuana turkey gravy. That sounds gross, man. <laughs> well, Honestly, I don't know. That sounds gross. Maybe yeah. it tastes Seriously. really good for yeah. all we know. Uh, uh let's see. The I don't gra- know. I had a bad trip once. The, I- yeah. Worse than last time ever. It says yeah. here, the gravy comes as a powder that contains 10 milligram of THC and is made with turkey stock, yeah. salt, onion, and garlic. Or you can just uh, smoke it or get edibles. It's like, you don't have to put it in your gravy. I guess if you want to like, like drug your family, yeah. hey, have some of that gravy, <laughs> guys. I guess, I guess if it's very uncomfortable, you just want to make sure everybody's <laughs> mellowed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, in a, in a New York subway, a bunch of people went ahead and like went rogue and staged a full-on Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> and this is I'm in a New York shocked. subway. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter this morning. Yeah. Oh, okay. People when brought, did like, they do that? I think just this morning, I think. Sunday. Isn't it? it was a Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. Of course pretty sure they was, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they do everything else in that subway. You know what I mean? They, they, <laughs> yeah. I see people sing. I see people have dance-offs and stuff like that. I've seen people get mm-hmm. mugged there. It's like, you know. And, yeah. if, and if you want to eat the world's most expensive Thanksgiving dinner, it costs one hundred eighty-one thousand dollars. One hundred eighty-one. Where? This is in a New York City's old Homestead Steakhouse. How many people does that feed? Uh, does it? You mean I have to read the article some more? Son of a bitch! Ay ay ay! Scroll down. I'll, I'll try oh, I see. I see. Is that a turkey? A gold painted, gold dusted, free range turkey that yeah. costs one hundred forty five dollars per pound. Wow, cranberry sauce that is like two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bottle of cognac. Yeah, of course, it's gonna be expensive. Right. Stuffing with caviar and tuna tataki. No idea how much it, it, it's. Uh, how many people you can invite? Three hundred dollars mm-hmm. for cheddar cheese. Because if you invite like three hundred people, it might be worth it. 
know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I think I think I did. Oh, 12, 12, 12 guests. guests. Twelve guests, jamming. Somebody, do, guests. can somebody do the math? How much is that per person? <laughs> one hundred eighty-one hundred thousand divided by twelve. Who oh, actually uh, works with math? You, or you know Google. What? We have we have Google. Yeah. What is one hundred eighty-one hundred thousand dollars divided <laughs> by twelve? Well said. <laughs> The answer is 1.5. No, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. Son no, of no, a that's bitch. wrong. I screwed you up. Sorry. You sorry. son of a bitch. Let me try it again. Or you can open your phone and open a calculator app. Fine. <laughs> Fine. That's just a calculator app. Oh, well, there is a bourbon that costs $3,800 per bottle. Okay, it's uh, it's $15,000 per person. Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, $50,000 and $83 per person. Oh, Ooh, $150 per ounce yeah. French Echerie. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Does that, Butter? Is that including tip? <laughs> how, how much is tip for that? <laughs> I know, seriously. Is that no, it's tip? New York. You got a tip. You got a tip. Are they putting me up? Oh, are they putting me up for the weekend? By the way, is it part of a hotel yeah. stay? Or what is it? Just dinner? And they kick you the f out? You know, you know, they don't have to Jeez. buy the most expensive ingredients for oh, this thing. <laughs> okay. Right? And uh, last link I have here is: Do you know why Thanksgiving is always on the fourth Thursday of November? Because that's when we kill all the Native Americans. <laughs> Ruti, do, Ruti, do you know? What? I have no idea. Hmm. A famed publisher even wrote to President Herbert Hoover 929 asking him to please <laughs> move the holiday to Friday so we all get a three-day weekend for Thanksgiving, yeah. rest, pleasure, recreation. Wait, meaning people don't get three-day weekends already or four-day no. weekends yeah. already? I have to work on Friday. Yeah. What? Yeah. What kind of BS is that? That's what, I, that's what we keep saying. I thought, I, most, I thought most people get Friday off. Yeah. Actually, this enters our most busiest time because of drop shipments and stuff like that. We, this oh. is our busiest time. This is the the one time a year when people in my office, uh, the people who are working in the office, go to the warehouse where we have to kind of package goods, goods and s- send them out because people are online shopping and stuff. Mm. Well, here oh, the, the answer in this article says here the farmers' almanac goes on to say that Thursday was a special day for Puritan colonists in New England, yeah. and so that's part of why. So the short answer is, is it's just the way it's been as as has always been. So they're not gonna make any changes and stuff like that. You yeah, but I mean? it wasn't official. It yeah. was it was officially made official 1863 by President Lincoln. That son of a because bitch. Yeah. He's the one that made it official last Thursday. Of the of tradition. Mm-hmm. Because of the tradition. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So it's a real. It's I think because it of it came up from a, a religious thing. Yeah. If I if I had to make remake the calendar, I would move Thanksgiving to a Friday and I would move uh what do you call it? Halloween to last Saturday of of October. But I hey. think I think we should keep it at Thursday, but also include Friday mandate yeah. that everybody's yeah. off also on Friday. Also if I could show the calendar, I would the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday would be a holiday as well. You know, God. That's, that's my platform. You, it should be actually you John Main twenty twenty. You people on your extra holidays. Yes. Yeah. Hmm? Or the day Friday. after New Year's. It's yeah. too soon to come back to work yeah. the day after New Year's. <laughs> That's right. There's another thing. Christmas and New Year's will always be on a Friday and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't know how that works, but it should always <laughs> be on a Friday. Change that. Yeah, I don't know how I don't, I don't know how we're gonna swing that, but still. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. And here we go. Uh Thanksgiving meals. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Thankful, Happy thankful, Thanksgiving. thanks, thanks, thanks. Food. As of this recording, it's currently 2.54 a.m. on November 27, 2019 in Knightsbridge, London, United Kingdom. And it's time we take a look and see what else is going on. So, uh, Knightsbridge, England, there's apparently a couple who's willing to pay you $40,000 a year 
just to watch their golden retrievers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? That, that's your job. You're just supposed to watch their two golden retrievers. Like a you. nanny for their golden retrievers? Seriously? Correct. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, essentially that's it. Why, are they bad? Yeah. I don't know. The people eating a golden retrievers. That's the only catch. The man-eaters. <laughs> Daily responsibilities <laughs> include taking Milo and Oscar, which is the names of the dogs, mm-hmm. for morning and evening walks, food shopping, running errands, and doing the laundry. All for the all for the dogs. Okay, here is my counter proposal. Laundry for the dogs. Laundry yeah, for the dogs. For the dogs. Yeah. Here's my counter proposal. You give me forty five. I hire another person for twenty, <laughs> and I keep the difference. <laughs> and go and about my day. Just chill. Yeah, I go about my day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, make more I'm money. sure some punk kid that's going to college will, t- will take twenty, right? You know what I mean? It's like, hey, right? Some college kid. Hey, come here, <laughs> come here, you. Okay. Uh, speaking of animals, uh, Indonesia. Is, are now using chicks to reduce internet addiction. Jaming, oh, your joke. Clarification. Are we talking about chicks? <laughs> As in the animal or babes? Are we talking about? Are we talking As in the animal. Look at the article. God baby damn it. Chicks, like, baby chicks. Oh, baby chicks. actual chicks. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I figured this was going to take. <laughs> oh, okay. The government of Bandung in West Java, uh-huh. which I think I know where it is, yeah. uh, launched a pilot program last Thursday <laughs> providing 2,000 fluffy chicks uh-huh. to 12 local elementary and junior yeah. high students, schools. Listen, I don't know how these baby chicks are going to prevent me from watching porn on the internet, but, you know, I'm willing to give it a go. You know what I'm saying? Give me one of those little chicks. Well, I think I think it's supposed to be like, like here, play with the chick instead instead oh. of your phone. Oh. I mean, it's yeah, because they're so cute oh. and little, yeah. Yeah. and then they're fast, so you have yeah. to keep your eye on yeah. them. And huh. also, it's not a choice. They're forced to take care of the chicks. Oh, really? So since oh. they're distracted by taking care of the chicks, they're not on their phone as much. Oh. Yeah. That kind of thing. Mm. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, apparently, a report released by a British advertising agency in January of this year says that the average Indonesian internet user spends more than 8.5 hours a day. That's the fifth highest in the world. Wait, wow. That, that, that is a lot. That is a lot. That actually. is a lot. Oh. Like, are, are they working yeah. off their phone? What? what? Eight, hour, <laughs> Maybe. eight and a half wow. hours a day? <laughs> Maybe. But, you know, I mean, if chicks can be helpful... They can be very helpful, then. Albert. Oh, sorry. Unless, unless you're like jamming and you're, he's talking about different kind of chicks. Oh, sorry. sorry. Confused. <laughs> oh, but, sorry but, but speaking of being helpful, a doctor saves a traveler's life by sucking urine from Ew. the man's bladder during a mid-flight no, thanks. emergency. Oh, you know what? <laughs> no, thanks. This is why I didn't become a doctor. I know. <laughs> so apparently a Chinese doctor noticed the guy was having an issue and, mm-hmm. and he... <laughs> and he was he he said there was an enlarged prostate. What if the guy was just horny? He was causing like a bladder <laughs> yeah. blockage so kind of thing. He what found the, this out. Yeah, How? Uh, he's a doctor. He knows things. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, our, so did Tyrion Lannister. Uh, according to this, the doctor <laughs> the doctor spent uh, thirty seven minutes draining approximately eight hundred milliliters of urine from the man's black bladder. Oh my god! Ooh. Yeah, there's actually a video of this. Oh man. Wait, that's, that's video? Did he that is video. That's video. That's video right there. And, like, wow. For his bladder and... Said, the guy was like, it was an emergency situation. I couldn't find another way. Yeah. And I love urine. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I added that part. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of sucking, <laughs> uh, Legoland, <laughs> Legoland from San Diego is to close the popular Star Wars attraction in January 2020. Because that's what you do. You close your most popular attractions. Wait, what? In Legoland. Well, I mean, Why? I think I think this is for obvious reasons, right? No. This is probably like, hey, guys, uh, yeah, you can't have that anymore. Yeah. It's called, <laughs> I think what they're trying to say is, it's called a cease and desist. <laughs> no, I'm sure they, had, like, a con- I'm sure they had a yeah. contract. And no, I'm, I'm sure saying, yeah. 
I'm saying it's not like, hey, we're not gonna renew your contract, baby. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate because because yeah. if, if you've seen the pictures, they actually look pretty cool. Yeah. I've I've never seen this in person because I've I've only gone to Legoland once in my life, and that mm-hmm. was like well over ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But I mean, those are some pretty cool Legos. Yeah, and they're interact yeah. they're interactive too. So so yeah. it's it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, if, but if you like it, it'll be coming to Disneyland in 2020. <laughs> yeah, Disneyland. If you're gonna steal it from them, bring it over. Yeah. To this, bring it over to Disneyland. Yeah, why don't you just, just give a little give, now? You know, just give Lego a little something. something. I mean, just bring isn't it over to there Disneyland. isn't there a Lego store in in Dis- downtown Disney? Yeah, downtown, yeah. Yeah, but this is like a whole section in Legoland that's devoted devoted to just Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a whole thing. Basically, it's like Star Wars Land before actual Star Wars Land. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Star Wars, the most the most sought after merchandise for the holidays right now is Baby Yoda. Yeah, AKA, Baby Yoda. AKA, I mean, the, how could you not? Yeah, aka the Adorable. child, Yoda. the yeah. child from Baby the Mandalorian. Yoda, he's mm-hmm. the cutest. Yeah, he is very cute. Uh, if you didn't know, apparently uh, the creators of the Mandalorian did not tell Disney, "Hey, by the way, we're gonna have this really cute character in the show, and you're gonna yeah. want to make money off it for merchandise." Mm-hmm. We're not gonna tell you about right. that until Disney Plus comes out. Yeah. So now Disney Plus came out like less than a month ago, and yeah. Disney is scrambling to make yeah. merchandise because they didn't wow, know that's in advance. Smart. That actually proves how much juice uh, John Favreau actually has at Disney and stuff. He's actually be he was able to actually protect this and keep it away from the merchandising arm of of, of Disney. Oh yeah, like that. and that's that's, that's, that's it's, co- it's costing them millions and millions of dollars, <laughs> yeah. but still, it's such it's tremendous. It's yeah. it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's so, for the integrity. Yeah. So so, so <laughs> it, of the show. So it, let it be said that Hasbro has said that they will not be able to make toys by Christmas. Yeah. No so heck no. Ex- expect like this. Because this came out like what three weeks ago, and it's already November. You you yeah. can't make anything. You can't even yeah. you know develop anything within three weeks, and then have it made mm-hmm. ma- mass made. Yeah, uh, to, to ship for Christmas. Yeah, to They'd make be shipping something out like, now. Yeah, to make something like that, you have to do molding. You have to produce it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not going to go by ocean. So they're probably going to have to f- air, uh, f- uh, air freight it. Over air there, right? everything yeah. in. So which means that if they if they do manage to get something on December twenty third mm-hmm. on shelves, mm-hmm. it would be it would cost like a couple hundred dollars just to buy yeah. a baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, uh, this unless you go to Etsy and you made yeah. homemade ones. Yeah, heaven, heaven forbid. There's any kind of factories or any manufacturing in the United States. We just do it here, but you know, <laughs> hey, hey, what are you gonna do? So what happened was that uh, John Favreau, I guess, released like one of the uh, the test images mm-hmm. of Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. and then Disney decided to like just use that concept art and mm-hmm. toss it to everything they could toss it to. Yeah. So you got a T-shirt. Yeah. And then you got. Another t-shirt, another t-shirt yeah, with I the know. same image, <laughs> and you got another t-shirt with the same image with a different color. Different color. You, can, you, can see a, you got yeah. now a white t-shirt with the same image. Basically, anything you can silk screen something on, you can print something on. That's the fastest thing they can do, right? So it's like yeah. How about, he has like one one expression. It's like yeah. the same picture. How about the same picture but a sticker? Yeah. And then you got a tote bag yeah. of the same. Picture. Literally the same picture. Coffee uh, mugs. How yes. about mugs? Yeah. Of the same picture. <laughs> yes, it's a little ridiculous, but yeah. but unfortunately, this is the best this could do right now at the last minute. Oh my god! Yeah, that's so sad. That's sad. But anyways, if you if you release products in Etsy, you're gonna want to create your baby Yoda very soon. Yeah. It's a very, it's, it's a cottage <laughs> industry, man. So it's, get get on it. It is now until Disney yeah. gets the ball rolling in yeah. actual products. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a it's actually a trip. It's a it's a very interesting and crazy story and stuff like that. Like I said, this, the fact that this multinational trillion-dollar company got cock-blocked by uh, a director, a filmmaker, based on sort of in, kind of integrity, right? Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. And did you hear the other interesting part of the story? They were debating uh, whether to use uh, digital 
or like a puppet, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And then I think Werner Herzog is actually kind of threw in his two cents on the set. He says, you know what? You have to use the animatronics. Do it with your Werner Herzog accent. I can't do it for Werner Herzog. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I can't do it. He's German. Do I, it. I don't know German. Do it. I can't do German. It's got to be a puppet. <laughs> it's, got to, it's got to be a puppet. No. I don't know. <laughs> I hate Jews. That's my German. That's what I was German. That's what I was German. I know. But yeah, it's a tr- it's a very interesting story. It's a very interesting story. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately for Disney, and unfortunately for us, because we want our baby Yoda yeah. puppet, it, it's flesh cool. or whatever. It's adorable. It is. It is adorable. It would have been the tickle me Elmo of this Christmas. Unfortunately, the kids are going to ask for something that does not exist. Yeah. Not, I mean, not it yet, could be a gift for New Year's or even Valentine's. Maybe they're creating a whole new shopping month. I'm guessing they're going, to, they're going to have it in time for Valentine's Day. It's probably the next big sales yeah. period, right? So, I guess so. But then they, they, they do have a, a Yoda puppet at Disneyland in Galaxy's Edge. Right. And that looks kind of like the Yoda. No, come on. That's just regular Yoda. That's regular 900 years Yoda. Uh, Yoda. You want that 50-year-old baby Yoda. <laughs> 50-year-old Yoda. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. All right. And that's what else is mm-hmm. going on. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, Jarming, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Ruthie? You can find me on Instagram at Grace13. That's G-R-R-A-C-E-1-3. No, my name is not Grace. It is Ruthie. But I, my middle name is Grace, and therefore my name, my Instagram is Grace13. Uh, yeah, so Instagram for DIY pics, travel pics, food pics, cat pics, and other random pics. You can also find me on Instagram at b.entwine for event designs and planning for birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design or DIY needs. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at albert5x5. If you want to send and anything, who at worst If you want to send us an email, don't bother. Uh, who at worst If you want to leave us a comment, which is much appreciated, leave it at our Instagram page, our Facebook page, our Twitter pages, or or, or on the website itself. If you want to show you, if you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to who at slash support to find out how. Uh, easy thing to do is to just like go on Apple Podcasts and give us a star rating or a review. That will help Apple Podcasts go like, hey, the stuff in Junk Show is getting some attention. Let's try to advertise it to other people. You know, that might happen. So try it. Uh, okay, music for the show has been provided by the White Axis. Find them at thewhiteaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whatworsewhy.com. All right, for non-spoilers impressions of Knives Out... Jamming, why should Ruthie watch this movie? Uh, big thumbs up. I mean, if you want to, if you like being entertained, if you like big ensemble casts, interesting story, interesting direction, interesting direction and stuff like that, uh, this is the movie for you. It's, it's, it's great. I loved it a lot. Ruthie, do you know what Knives Out is? No. Oh, here we go. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what is the plot summary of the movie Knives Out? According to Wikipedia, described as a modern take on the whodunit murder mystery genre, the film follows a family gathering gone horribly awry after the family patriarch's death leads a master detective to investigate. Oh, you just cut yourself off there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, hmm. yeah. She's not wrong. Okay, what, what era is it set in? Is it like one modern of those times. 1920s? Modern times. No, modern times. Yeah. I, I, think, oh. I think it may actually even be like 2019. Yeah, it's literally, no, yeah, it's 2019. Definitely 2019. I think he wrote it in 2017. Right. Is it like dark comedy or is it like actually scary? No, oh no, it's not, it's not scary. scary at all. It's, scary it's just at all. like it's like Agatha Christie, you know, like like mm-hmm. like the it's like Who Done It? Oh yeah, Murder the Orient oh. Express, the kind of thing. Yeah, like a typical Who Done It. Yeah, it's okay. also PG thirteen. It's not rated R, but not that typical because yeah. it's a Ryan Johnson joint. Yeah, you know, it's, he, and, he, it's he a twi- and it's set in twenty nineteen. 
Yeah, it's said in modern times. They yeah. have they have mm. cell they have cell phones and internet is used. Yeah, they actually make a, a, a they allude to Trump being the president right now. They allude yeah. to it. Yes, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a really good movie. I I like the ensemble cast and I like how Ryan Johnson deals with this kind of murder mystery kind of thing because he he's aware that people like to speculate on on mm-hmm. mysteries or yeah. whatever and this movie plays on that. Yeah, but at the same time, you can you yourself can solve the mystery before the end of the movie if you're smart enough, if you've figured out the clues. Uh-huh. Mm. This isn't like those other movies like Saw where where they don't really lay out clues for you to play around <laughs> with. You know, like I like, if it's a murder mystery, if it's a mystery, I want to be able to figure it out. Don't toss stuff at me like, like really, really. Like because, you're a child. The, yeah. the thing is, if you don't, even if you don't like the genre, if you don't even like murder mystery as a genre, you can still enjoy this movie and stuff like that. Oh it's, yeah. It's very good. It's mm. very well written. Very entertaining. Very, very well acted. Mm. You know, it's, it's actually, the parts of it that's uh, hysterical and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's really good. It's, it's yeah. really good. James Bond and Captain America are in this movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. The guy who, what's his name? Uh, what's James Bond's name? Uh, Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. He's fantastic. He's, he almost steals the entire movie and stuff like that. And the lead mm. actress is really, really pretty and yeah. stuff like that. Anna de Armas. She, was, yeah. she played Joy in Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. She's yeah. great. It's great. Uh, Jamie, Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis also in the movie. Oh, no way. Yeah. 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 He's, he's She's great, making a comeback. Um, great, great ensemble cast. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's a great movie. Big thumbs cool. up. Big thumbs up. So I recommend it. Uh, watch it, people. Watch it. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. All right, Ruthie. Uh, while, you go, while you go watch the movie, <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> me and Jamie are going to do spoilers discussion yeah. about that. So we'll talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Bye. 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 No, no, no. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Do it live. <laughs> do it live. No, Jesus no, no. Christ. <gasps> If you think you're someone who can just casually listen to our convo of a movie or TV show that you're missing, well, I feel like gotta warn you, and this may not be in order, but don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! See? Live. Alright, there you go. Woo! Oh, in one take. Alright, alright, with you. Bye. Alrighty, bye. Alright, so, uh, Knives Out. Jamming. I really enjoy this, man. I really, 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 really enjoy it. I mean, the thing is, uh, we alluded to it earlier and stuff like that. Uh, just like uh, Last Jedi did a kind of deconstruction, subversion mm-hmm. of the Star Wars universe, this kind of does the same thing. Kind of does, yeah. Yeah, it kind of does with the what you call, in the murder mystery thing. Because the first 15 minutes, they t- he tells exactly what happens. You know what I mean? How the person dies. You know what I mean? I thought that, that really knocked me on my ass and stuff like that. I really was not... Did not see that coming, and then you realize as the movie sort of well, not only that, but the first like fifty minutes is staged almost like the tr- a true crime documentary mm-hmm. where they're interviewing like people and yeah, they, they, like the camera, they will yeah. say their point of view and they'll show the flashback. Mm-hmm. And they, it I like this is a true crime murder yeah. mystery, and then but it's not. But yeah, go on. Yeah, they tell you exactly. Not exactly what happened, but they tell you like 99% of what happened and stuff like that. You know what I mean? She is an accidental death, actually. And what's funny, what's interesting is the first quarter of the movie, the first third of the movie is uh, the murderer. Uh, not even murderer. I'm sorry. Like the, she just doesn't want to get caught. You know what I mean? That's, right. what, that's what it is. It's not right. like figuring out who did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who, like, yeah the, the, the mystery isn't like who killed him because right. you find out so soon in the yeah. movie. It, and some of the, like I said, some of the funniest things that happen is her trying to prevent 
to get caught. You know what I mean? Right. At one point, the dog runs up with like yes, the broken bar, and she that. grabs it. Oh shit! And she throws it away and stuff. Like that. And then she does. At one point, uh, she's literally trying to cover her tracks in the mud. Right. And James Bond and Chris like, like don't, do, don't, don't look there, don't look there. And she's like, what? Like, what? 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 I'm sorry. And she's just stomping over and stuff. Like that. It's just it's just fantastic. It's fantastic and stuff like that. It really, really, really very enjoyable movie. Very good. Yeah, it it is, and, and you're right. It, it's it's a the whole deconstruction of like, you're not trying to figure out how he died. You'll find out how he died, per like her. Yeah. Not only that, but the whole like the whole concept or the caveat where she can't lie or because she she does yeah. she throws up. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like that in the murder yeah. mystery because essentially you got like the murder suspect, not the murder suspect, but but the person the who did it area. who can't lie. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's kind of ingenious how they pull those off. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And uh, what else? That I really like uh, Daniel Craig. He really stands out. He just kind of goes for it with the southern accent, the big old, the the the, the weirdness of, of the characters. At uh, at the beginning, when he does that thing with the piano, like he wants right. he wants the police to kind of hurry up with the questions and stuff like that. Ding, ding. And then he smokes a, a cigar that's like big old penis and stuff like that. It's fantastic. Wait, it's I, wait seriously? I didn't notice that. Oh, you know, yeah, when he's outside smoking, so he has a cigar that's huge and long phallic and stuff like that. He's oh. chomping on it. Anyway, it's okay. great. Yeah. And also... No, no, no. For, for James Bond, for Detective Dan Blanc, mm-hmm. um, I thought I thought they were going to play off like a like an Inspector Clouseau kind of thing where he's not he's that smart, mm-hmm. but apparently he is, right? Yeah. So that's, I, like, I like how they played around with that. Yeah, because... As the movie sort of unfolds, I didn't know where it was kind of going as far as where he was. Like, did he did he know that she is more involved than he, she let on, or is she, or are they subversing him by 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 having the murderer stick to the detective all the time? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like she, she's he he or she is hiding in plain sight. You know what I mean? I thought that might be the subversion of it, but yeah. but it turned out to be like he he knew that the. From from the beginning, yeah, because of the blood on the shoe and stuff. Yeah, like that. and which the movie doesn't hide it. They sh- they literally zoom in to her yeah. shoes mm-hmm. and show the blood. Mm-hmm. But it, what what is kind of genius in how this narrative is played out is all the clues are laid out from the very beginning. Yeah, and you kind of almost ignore them because it kind of tells you it it does like a sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. Everything that has to do with Anna de Armas' character. What's what's her name in the movie? It's uh, Marta. Marta. Mm-hmm. Everything that has to do with Marta, with, with how she tried to cover up the tracks, we're sidetracked because we're now looking at those mm-hmm. when we should be looking at the other clues. Mm-hmm. Like like the grand the, like the, the like the great grandma mm-hmm. who uh who saw her, he goes, uh, Harlan, right? Not Harlan. Uh, uh her- Hugh. Hugh, yes, right. Not yeah. Hugh. Because they call they don't call him Hugh. They call him What was what was the, what was his name? It's yeah, but they call him something else. Ransom. Right? Ransom. It's like Ransom? Are you yeah. back again? Yeah. Right. For us, we're like, oh, he's back from the party. No, right. no, no. He's back because he came back again earlier. Yeah, it's a double meaning. Yeah, it's okay. a double meaning. And like mm-hmm. we you completely don't see that unless you're like really paying attention. Yeah. Not only that, but where where the other lady goes like, uh, you killed him. Mm-hmm. Right? Because his name is you, and you're like yeah. thinking, you. It's so clever. I and, love it. And also the other thing is you you uh when he does a complete character change. Uh, when he's having lunch with her and stuff like that, right. you know what I mean? Because up to that point, he's a complete and total asshole to everybody and stuff like that. But then the the, the movie kind of makes you think, oh, maybe he's not. Maybe he wants. Maybe he he has the what do you call it? He has the the what do you call it? Uh, inside inside that crusty interior is the heart of an angel. You know what I mean? Well, so, he is Captain America. Yeah, that's right. I think that's one <laughs> reason why uh, Ryan Johnson cast him because he thought 
what do you call it? When he does that part where he's like, oh, showing sympathy for her, you say, oh, maybe he is not like that. But then, then you realize it's because he changed. He had to change his plan, right? Given what happened. Now, like not only that, but Harlan also even said earlier, like, oh, he reminds me of a young me, mm-hmm. right? And we're and we we're at the point where we like Christopher Plummer's character. Right. So if he's a young him, we go, oh, maybe we can side with this guy. By the way, right? something speaking of something that they laid out in the first few minutes, Harlan said something about. How did I, did I misremember? But did he say something about how he doesn't think his uh, his offspring are smart because he can't tell the difference between uh, a, a a fake knife, a prop, and a real one, right? Right. And he that plays was up towards the that end. Was, that was at the beginning of it, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think, I think so. so. There's something like that when he, when he was talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's just a smartly written it's, it's screenplay. I mean, yeah. there's so many. I want to rewatch this movie and just see all the clues I missed. Yeah, it's one of those movies where there is actually. Not any, there's no, there's no fat, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's any, there's no extra scenes, there's no storyline or anything that doesn't, that's kind of doesn't, that doesn't come back around again. Yeah, well, how do you defend those the chase sequence? I thought the chase sequence was great. And like and no, I mean I had fun watching it, but yeah. I mean you're saying there's no fat in a way that's kind of fat. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but again, it's a bit of a subversion and stuff because uh, Keith Stanfield's ca- character comes out of the, the end chase scene and he goes, you know what? This is the that's the dumbest chase I've ever been involved in. Because the car is going, yeah. Two of the funniest bits is like the car only goes like sixty miles per hour. Right. And at one point, Daniel Craig actually pulls up to the next tool and he goes, like, "Hey, answer the phone. I'm calling you. I'm calling you." And something like that. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, right. Right. It's great. It's it's yeah. That's that fat. It's just it's just good time. Now yeah. now now did did Ransom purposely have her drive? Because I mean, she said that he told me to drive, right? I wasn't sure if she I was lying, so. but then supposedly that wasn't necessary. He oh, it was part of his plan to get caught, though. I was think. it part of his plan to get caught? I think at the end, didn't Daniel Craig said at some point he he was going to call her again to make sure she got. I don't know. It gets a little bit like like most of these uh, murder mysteries where they tell you everything at the end. It's kind of hard to piece everything back together exactly. You know what I mean? To go over it and stuff. But, well, that's the other thing too. Yeah. I thought because of the fact they revealed that that uh, Marta was the one who accidentally killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there wouldn't be like a big reveal at the end where I'm going to explain everything, but yet the movie was still able to pull yeah. it off. Yeah, that my uh, feelings of the movie it was like this: first 15 minutes, oh, I'm shocked that they tell me what happened and stuff, yeah. and then I still realize, oh wait, there's still the whole mystery of who hired uh, block the block block block. block. Yeah. Like you know, so oh, so so there's still more yeah. stuff going on. You completely the, forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah. there's still obviously, obviously, also the two-hour movie, and then tell you the first the thing that happened in the first fifteen. I, of course, more things will be revealed and stuff. But yeah, it's just it's just interesting. It just it's 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 trying to tell you, uh, like it's just subversing the murder mystery of it all and stuff like that. It's not the solving the crime isn't the real objective. It's like how and what happened and other motivations, which is interesting and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I said, to Ruthie, uh, it's modern times, so the cell phones was used yeah. appropriately for mm-hmm. these kind of mysteries. Mm-hmm. You know, the internet was used for this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so th- those are actually elements that you'd hardly ever see in murder mysteries because yeah. those murder mysteries are always set in the past, mm-hmm. right? So, I like how they added those things. Yeah. Another thing too, it's very socially conscious. Yes. Right, and I think this is the what this is where if depending on who you are watching this movie, you're yeah. either gonna get really offended. Or you're gonna go like, oh, I see what they're doing. It's more political and it's more aimed towards like a uh, white, uh, elitism. rich elitism yeah. than you think it is, and stuff. Yeah. It's very, very pointed, very critical. One of it not only deconstructs like uh, murder mystery, also de- de- deconstructs the myth of 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 wealth in this country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, what do you call it? a lot? Because the the uh, the guy, let's just call him like uh, old money and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Christopher Plummer. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Yeah, Harlan. Harlan and stuff like that. And so. It's all money, but then his kids likes to create that myth. Oh, I didn't need anything from the old man, but yeah. but you find out later the Jamie Lee Curse, 
she started her company based on a one million dollar loan and stuff yep. like that. You know what I mean? They uh, at the end, uh, uh, Chris Evans, Captain America says, "Oh, you know what? Uh, no, you can't have this house. This is a house that's you know that's been our house for a generation." And they say, "No, this you got this from a foreclosure in the eighties and stuff like that." You know what I mean? So it's uh, and also there's a lot of casual racism too. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite. Uh, running jokes is like uh, the 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 nurse is from Ecuador. Yeah, no, she's from Brazil. <laughs> you know what I mean. And at one point in the in one of the flashbacks, uh, Don Johnson's uh, character, he's finishing the food, and then he hands her the yeah. the, the date the, the 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 plate and stuff like that. Right. Like she's not the maid. You know what I mean? She's, this doesn't work for you and stuff like that. And of course, the hero being Woody Hart, uh, immigrant and stuff like that, and not. Uh, Americans. I think that says a lot about where we are and stuff like that. You know. Right. Well, it also it also goes with the fear of a lot of white people, where it's mm-hmm. like, well, the the immigrants are going to take over our stuff. And at the end of the movie, she did take over yeah. their stuff. Although it is left in a cliffhanger, where it's like you don't know if she will. Yeah, but the cup help gives them it away or not. The cup kind of gives it the away. Kinda, the kind of cup kind of gives it away. And also, it also yeah. speaks to a little a bit of a paranor- paran- paranoia, paranoia in the in the immigrant community in the sense that uh, if she was a white American, if she was middle class, she would have reported what happened right away. She would have called the ambulance. She would right. have called the authorities of all because she's an immigrant. Her mom is illegal immigrant. Uh, she, uh, what do you call it? She's uh, here illegally. Right. There is just, just there's a constant fear of guilt of, of committing a crime if I actually committed a crime. You know what I mean? Correct. So that, I think that's a, that's an element too. Well, I mean, yeah. technically in her eyes, she did commit a crime because she didn't, right. she didn't realize. There's nothing too. If a nurse was watching this mm-hmm. And, and and they 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 see her make the mistake because mm-hmm. her her answer was that the, the the solution was that she knew which one it was just by the way the yeah, medicine felt, looked she, yeah right. the way it felt right so, yeah. so I wonder if like a nurse watching this movie go no she got it right the labels are wrong yeah I wonder if a nurse will see will see that mm-hmm. like right there and then you know it's, it's interesting it's, it's very good it, it's strong it's strong writing strong uh, acting like it has an interesting story and has a very interesting uh. Subtext and stuff like that. It's it's really good. It's yeah, the really subtext sad. is great. Um, although I think the most in, the most indulgent one was the was the the scene where they're arguing about Trump. Yeah. Right. Like like oh he's the president we need no yeah. he's blah 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 mm-hmm. blah like it just seemed like it does seem like that was really just there just for that point mm-hmm. like there's really no other point besides that conversation. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think much of it other than it sets it in uh, in nineteen eighteen probably. I, I'm sorry, twenty eighteen. It sets it. It just to me it just. Dates it in now and stuff like that. I, I suppose I do like the fact that they kept they kept calling the kid like a Nazi and whatnot. Yeah, that's, very, that's really good. That's really funny and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the, he's alt right friends in the, on yeah. the internet. You know? Yeah, and, and that, he's always on the phone, yeah. like like a certain somebody who's always. On the I, phone. I don't know how they did the makeup, but that kid looked really pasty white and stuff like that. He looked extra extra like extra white and stuff like that. It's really good. It's good time. It, it's really good. good time. Yeah, but it also goes to show like you got the um what's his face uh Michael Shannon. Yeah, Michael Shannon, who at first you think like, oh, she's he's siding with with Martha because he's yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. he he's actually a a good guy who's siding with the immigrant, but yeah. in actuality, he's really on there just for himself as well. Yeah, and yeah, there's the a hypocrisy sp- of it all. Yeah, yeah there's a hypocrisy. That's the word. Because at the beginning, before he knew, before he finds out that the will and the money goes to her, she he he was more that oh, then he's like oh, I'm going to help you. Well, I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. And then you know, once you get money involved. The next thing that they're in together and stuff like that, you know, she wants to, you know, take control, suffocate it. So money changes everything. Power changes everything. And stuff it's like kind of like Get Out. Get Out did the same exact topic as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really, really good. I was, I, I this is one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably Ryan Johnson's, uh, not, I don't want to say his best movie, but it's the most complete movie. You know what I mean? From beginning, middle, and end. I'll say, I mean? I'll go so far and say this is his best movie. Yeah. 
You know, I, I, I liked all his movies, but I think this is his best written and best directed work. I think the highs in Last Jedi is better. You know what I mean? The highs of the highs, you know what I mean? And it's a little bit more, it pushes you a little bit more. It challenges okay, sure, you a little bit sure, more. Sure, sure. But uh, I, I'm still not, I still can't get over the, the whole casino scenes, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? So to me, Last Jedi is a little bit uneven and stuff like that. But this one, from beginning, middle, and mwah, yeah. French uh, chef's kiss. It's, it's, it's a really well-written screenplay. And, and I think he did it himself too, right? He didn't yes. have his co-writer actually help him. He actually did it himself. I believe this is just uh, written and directed by him. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive work by, by, by Ryan Johnson. Uh, I can see a couple other things. Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I did question, okay, if she's a light sleeper, why did she sleep at the bedroom underneath the stairs? Yeah, you would sleep higher and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like what's up with that? And then uh, you got Tony Collette. Tony Collette is the hanger-on. Like her, the actual member of the family already passed away, but she's the she's the in-law who's still hanging around because yeah. there's money involved. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it is, there's a lot of social commentary and I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah, she, oh, we saw a little bit of this in, in a couple of weeks ago in Parasite and stuff like that. Just a little, a little bit of, uh, what do you call it, leeches and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And, yeah, I thought, I don't think I have, to be honest, I don't have really a real criticism. I really don't have anything, any real gripes with this movie. You know what I mean? There's n the only thing I, I maybe thought they might have uh, more illuminated, uh, uh, told us more about is, how that child died, you know what I mean? Because, you know, Tony Collette married into the family and then her husband died, but maybe get a little bit more detail how he died, but that's not really a criticism. It wasn't, it's also, it's it not really that relevant. Yeah, it's, it's not that relevant. Honestly, yeah. I don't, I don't have that much of a gripe or had getting complaints. Yeah, for, for me, it's just those, those little nitpicks, but, yeah. but, they, but then like my, my wife, because I, I mentioned it to Jessica and she told me like, well, she doesn't actually live there. She, they're visiting. That's, yeah. That just happens to be the room that mm -hmm. they're in. So I was like, okay, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. What else? I like, uh, uh, oh, the only thing maybe is Lakeith Stanfield's character is kind of is one character that kind of gets uh, underutilized. You know, he's a yeah, pretty sure, big name, sure, yeah. he, but he doesn't have a moment because even the other detective has moments because he has a, he has a character, he has a characteristic in the sense that he's a, he's a sicker fan. He's a big fan of, right, of the right, novel. That's true, that's like, true. You know, that's he's true. excited about it. Lakeith Stanfield doesn't really have a thing. You know what I mean? He doesn't really... I mean, he he was the one character where I felt like he was. Really uh, speaking of Get Out, yeah, <laughs> he was in Get Out as well. Out. Yeah, uh, I think I think that might be my only grade. But other than that, it's big thumbs up. I if I had to give this a score, I give it an A. I think it's a top ten yeah, movie of the year. Solid A for me. Yeah. It's a solid A. Yeah, it's really um, good. Uh, Christopher Plummer's character Harlan. So yeah, he's the rich white guy that the one who's. But he actually started his company, mm -hmm. right? It's, he is actually the American dream. He's, he's the American dream. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he also and he's also the most sympathetic to the immigrant. Yeah. Because he understands, you know, if you start from the from the bottom and you make something yeah. off yourself, you want to be able to to help people yeah. who can do the same as and well. And I believe this is his character is also, excuse me, a subversion of the genre. Because mm -hmm. I think in this in this in these genre pieces, the old crusty guy is with the money yeah. is usually a bastard that usually yeah. kind of deserve to get you know get off and stuff like that. But right. he's he's actually delightful and he's actually reasonable to to all the characters. You know what I mean? He wants to he wants his children to get. And stop sucking on his teeth, but you know right. he still give him checks. He's he he's, he tells him it's a process. You know what I mean? And like like you said, he didn't want the martyr to get caught. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he was actually willing to kill himself. which is kind of harsh. But, That's you know. kind of hard though, yeah. right? Yeah. Like and, and not only that, but he wasn't really dying. Yeah. There's <laughs> That's two, the worst part. There's two conceits in the movie. I think you have to let let them get away with. Number one is the throwing up. That's as the truth, and the mm -hmm. fact that he's willing to kill himself. So easily and stuff like that. I thought that was gonna be a thing where it was fake. Yeah, no, I know. And then a too. real person shows up and actually kills it. Yeah. Because that, that would have been I a more that. traditional, yeah. more derivative kind of plot point, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, two 
twist I thought was coming was number one, he's still alive. Yeah. Then number two, someone else comes into the room afterwards yeah. and then he, you know, pillow to the face and stuff like Actually that. Actually yeah. kills him, yeah. yeah. So like, like I said, I think Ryan Johnson recognizes that, okay, these are the stuff that people are going to expect yeah. and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, so I, I I really like that. Oh, another thing too, Don Johnson. Okay, the whole thing with like, like he was going to reveal that, oh, by the way, I know you're cheating on mm-hmm. your wife mm-hmm. and I, I wrote her a letter and yeah. he saw the blank. Yeah. How does he not know that's going to be Invisible Ink? Yeah. That seems like an oversight on his part. Yeah. Unless he's really just that lazy and dumb about being in this family that he just doesn't recognize his things. It, it, it probably speaks to his arrogance and stuff like I that. Guess. You know I mean? And the fact that he doesn't he wasn't isn't paying attention. He isn't really he yeah, he wasn't part of the family. He doesn't realize the nuances between uh the father and the daughter and that how they're how they have a thing where they she would know what what that blank paper means and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. I think it speaks to his distance. You know what I mean? There's lack of intimacy with with the wife and 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 the family and stuff like that. So yeah. And Pixar could make a, like an animated short about the baseball that Don Johnson throws because if he did not throw that baseball, she may have never known because oh, the baseball he throws out the house, uh, the blank picks it up, and then and then Martha picks it up. It, it just goes all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Where, until at the very end, it ends up back at to, at uh, Tony Collette's character. Tony yeah. Collette, not Chloe, a uh, Jamie Lee Curtis character. And which brings her to back to the room and finds the, yeah. the letter. So it, it, it's a nice, nice, nice. That's circle. the one part yeah. I didn't pick up until you just mentioned. Actually, oh right really? Now. Yeah, okay. yeah. The baseball, it's it's it gets uh, passed around. It's passed around. It gets yeah. back there, and that's when he's. That's when she sees the letter, right? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, when, that's good. when. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty Trigger. good. Once yeah. again, well written screenplay. Yeah. Like it makes you wonder how long he he just laid it all out and mm-hmm. just like rolled it up. It's really good. It's really well really written. It's one of those movies. Where, yeah, you can kind of go back and rewatch it and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? I would definitely want to rewatch it just for the clues, just like for the, all the clues I missed. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, very good movie. A very big, very enthusiastic thumbs up. It's very good. And I can't, I, st- I can't stress enough how much I watch a lot of murder mysteries out there, either horror, adventure. Mm-hmm you know, crime dramas that never really allows you to play along to figure it out. Yeah. This movie, I didn't really figure it out, but I I recognized that he laid all the clues throughout the movies. And if I just saw those, saw those clues and recognized them, I would have figured it out anyway. Yeah, in recent memory, I think the last murder mystery, I think I saw, I think I was on a plane. I, I saw that one with, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Kenneth Branagh? Oh, Mur- the murder, murder Express. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's but also, it's I very. Mean, I mean, that was the, that was what really made the the genre popular. Right. Was that it, it? It very much mirrors it, but you can. This is the difference between a really good movie and a, kind of like a dull. No, but remember, lazy Murder movie. the Orient Express was the one that started it all. I know, but the thing is, this one, of, of course, it's t- taking place in modern times, yeah. but it didn't feel like a murder. The he didn't infuse it with any kind of contemporary energy or anything. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's like just a redo Mur- Murder the Orient in the old old timey ways, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel modern. It didn't feel fresh and new. This one feels fresh, new. Not just because it's set in in, in, in you know in 2018, 2019 and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like, cause that one is just dreary and boring. You didn't really care who you know if they saw if you saw the mystery. It's also it's also it involves a you know eccentric you know obviously eccentric uh, detective, a big cast and stuff right. like who done it and stuff like that. But this one is supremely better. It's a superior piece of work. This is the, I mean? No, this is the proper uh, evolution of yeah, the genre. Because yeah. like like what Ryan Johnson said, we hardly ever see this genre in modern times because mm-hmm. writers can't seem to figure out how to put it in modern times. Yeah. And he figured it out. And what I, I've, I think I mentioned a few times on this podcast, you know how uh, Marvel movies, they always, when they make a movie, they, they use uh, certain uh, genres as templates. I wish they would do murder mystery. Murder mystery yeah, is very cool. That's very cool. I actually, I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they bring in... Um, Who's their Who's the resident? Oh, Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight's getting a TV show. Yeah. 
Okay, well, not that long. It's a good time. It's, okay. this, this movie's a good time. I, uh, oh, the Keith Stanfield did get one good line. Just going to bring it back to him. He says, oh, this whole entire house looks like a, a game, uh, a clue board. <laughs> a clue, yeah, a yeah, clue, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, there they were, they were some nice callbacks. There were some nice callbacks to other other murder mystery stuff. This yeah. movie is very enjoyable. Very, it's, and, and more than anything, it's also a lot of fun, too. When you're mm-hmm. watching, it's just a lot of fun. The, the, you know, it's a good movie. Yeah. Very good movie. All right. There we go. Uh... Uh, what's the movie called again? Oh yeah, Knives oh, Out. Knives Out. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Once again, I love the scene where where this it goes slow mo. Captain America grabs a knife, yeah. pokes her, and he's like, yeah. like it's a fake knife. And even before that, I can't re- I can't recite it word for word. But uh, what called Daniel Craig says, "Oh, I figured it out." Like I said, this is a donut hole within a donut <laughs> yes, hole. Yes, he yes. goes a, he goes a whole long dive about donut holes. It, it fix it, it pretty. It's great. It's fantastic. I, I need to rewatch the scene with caption because I need I need to know that that donut hole joke because yeah. he he just went all the way in a circle. Yeah, for the in mo- a donut. For the moment he really he looks at that uh, the toxicology report in the background of, mm-hmm. of 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 the scene and so he he jumps out. He stops. He stops the press. Stop everything. Don't confess. Don't you know? And then he goes into donuts and the donuts. It's, 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 it's fantastic. He's great in it. So, he he deserves. I, people have mentioned this online. He deserves a nomination for this. I think for a supporting actor. Yeah, for supporting. I think it's that good. It's that. It's that eccentric and weird. And it's it's great. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't the role that Daniel Craig normally plays. Yeah. So that there's, there's that too. Uh, here's another question for you. Um, do you think he knew that it was ransom earlier on, or did he just figure out at the end? I think he figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think it's one of those things where he he. It's like a. It's the things where once he. Once he saw the talk, it's like a domino. It kind of just fell all into place for him and stuff like that. Yeah, it's good. Oh, the wheel reading. I like how the wheel reading played out because it's like, yeah. like the, the guy the guy was completely like tired of them asking yeah. him, yeah. is that what he wrote? It's right here. It's yeah. written right here. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> what else you know, can we say? You know, that's Frank Oz, right? Oh, Frank Oz. Yeah, really? Frank Oz. Oh. And I actually like his, his assistant because they've been there all day. Yeah, and then like, at the end, she's, she's, asleep. she's asleep in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that's funny. And, yeah. Oh, and another point, the assistant also... Points to the will. Just to, I don't know why, but it made me laugh. Where he says, he said, "Where's the thing?" And she points to it and stuff like that. She, I don't know. It just, it's, just, it's good. It's good. It's good. Did we, did we miss anybody? Oh, Catherine Danford, the friend. I guess if anything else, she's probably the weakest character of the whole. Which one's that one? She's the sister, the the young, the the the, 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 not the teenage girl, but supposedly Martha's friend. And she wanted to betray her. Oh, Tony Collette's daughter. Tony Collette's daughter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess out of everybody, she's probably the weakest one because she's her character so, yeah. isn't as developed. It's just she's just the friend. She just wants enough money to go to keep going to college. Yeah. Oh, did you also notice that that whenever they talk about in the in the in the interrogation section when they talk about the birthday party, it's always a different person that's blowing the candles with Harlan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, like because they want to make themselves more more pronounced to, in oh. in their involvement in his life. I guess. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, also, I, I saw this online on Twitter and on YouTube reviews. I didn't know. I I I, I didn't. I, it's not. It's not something I figured out. But unlike other murder mysteries, where uh, the flashbacks are, are could be lies. It, it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It, the movie doesn't cheat. You know what I mean. What what actually happened is did happen. You know what I mean. Except for what I'm t- I told you about the pretty. But that but that's yeah. a but that's a point of view thing though. That's right? a point of view thing. That's right? a point of view yeah. thing. You know what I mean. But I think I think that that's something someone point out because sometimes they say murder mysteries when they do the reveal they cheat with the, the earlier flashbacks isn't really what oh, happened. Oh, I, I think that the, the trope that people are talking about is you hear a narrative of a person saying what happened and then you visually see what actually happened. Oh, okay, yeah, or the opposite. Okay, yeah, that's probably what it is. Okay, yeah, it's good times. Good times indeed. Knives Out, uh, fantastic movie. Definitely in 
Definitely going to be my top 10. Yeah. Possibly top five of the year. For sure. Yeah. For sure. If uh, this is a movie that usually, it's a definitely a top 10. It's usually like a movie like this, this good, this solid. It's probably usually around seven or eight. You know what I mean? Good times. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, thanks for listening. This is episode 264 of the Stuff and Junction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network.